Land Conquest. Listing agreements. A listing agreement is a contract between the property owner and a real estate agent or brokerage firm which outlines the terms and commissions for selling a property. The listing agreement defines the rights and responsibilities of both parties in a legal agreement. Now here are some typical terms of a listing agreement. First of all, the main one is the listing price. Also, we've got the commission rate, duration of the contract, the marketing plan, and then there's some other miscellaneous terms thrown in there as well. Let's break these down one by one. Let's start with the listing price. Now you should obviously discuss this with the broker, agent, and be in agreement on what price you wanna list the property for. The initial listing price is included in the listing agreement. This price can be adjusted over time if needed, and then they will probably send you an addendum to um, either lower or raise the listing price. Most of the time you're gonna be lowering it though. Be sure you are willing to sell at this price if there are no contingencies in the offer. Some listing agreements bind you to accept an offer or be liable to pay the commission. Commission rate, another big term in the listing agreement. This is the rate that you have agreed to pay for the broker or agent to sell the property. Now we generally pay a 10% total commission unless it's a high value property. This 10% commission will include the split given to other brokers and agents that may represent a buyer in the transaction. The commission split may vary and is generally detailed in the agreement. The typical split varies depending upon the area. So as an example, if you pay your broker a 10% commission, they may decide to pay the cooperating broker, a buyer's agent, if there is one, they may decide to pay 4% as an example. So then at the end of the day, when the property sells, the listing broker would get 6% and the buyer's agent would get 4%. Now, generally, if there is uh, no other agent involved, meaning the buyer came directly to the listing agent and asked them to represent them as well, then the listing broker would get the entire 10% commission. Duration. This is the length of time a property listing will be in place. We only sign listing agreements for a maximum of six months at a time. Now, if a property sale takes longer, we want the flexibility to find another agent or broker to do the job correctly. We will always renew, though, if we have confidence in the broker or agent. And generally, we are renewing if it, even if it goes past six months. But most brokers or agents will actually attempt to have you sign a 12-month listing agreement from the start. But it's always best to push back and tell them you only sign for a maximum of six months at a time and just kind of explain to them that just keeps us on the same page. If you're doing great, I'm going to renew with you. But we only sign for six months at a time. And we always push back on that term and we never get we never get any sort of resistance to that. It's it's common to do a six month listing and really six months. You would definitely want to have the property sold by then. But things happen and sometimes things don't work out as planned. So sometimes you do end up keeping things past that six month mark, um, but not on purpose. But you like to have it in the contract that if they're not doing their job, if they're the reason that the property is not selling, then I want to be able to move on to another agent that is willing to dedicate their time to sell the property. Marketing plan. Now the listing agreement will typically detail the methods the broker or agent will use to market the property. These may include standard things like an MLS listing, online syndication like Zillow, Redfin, Realtor.com, etc., a sign at the property, um, neighborhood marketing, and online advertising. Now quickly, just to go over these items, an MLS listing is simply 
the area where all agents or brokers will go to look for the property listings that are out there. It's the public service where everyone can see the actual terms of the listing and other agents can find it for their buyers and clients. Definitely want to make sure the property is listed on the MLS. Uh, online syndication, this just means that then the, that MLS listing is automatically distributed to other sites such as the you know, the Zillows and the Redfins of the world. Now, some brokers will not syndicate by, by, uh, by practice. They will not automatically syndicate to these other sites. So you want to make sure, you just want to ask the question, hey, do you syndicate to the, to the other online sites? You want to make sure that they are pushing it out there. Uh, a sign, that goes without saying, a sign on the property could also help get some attention from neighboring property owners. Neighborhood marketing is just sending out marketing to some of the neighboring property owners that may have an interest in this property. Uh, also, online advertising, that could be, you know, like the broker's website, could be the land.com type site, Landwatch, could be Facebook Marketplace, could be Craigslist, any of those types of things would be considered online advertising. But basically, the marketing plan is generally at least uh, at a very 20,000 foot level um, mentioned in the listing agreement. Other miscellaneous terms that can be in the listing agreement. So some listing agreements will contain terms that could put you on the hook for expenses, fees, or commissions, even if they do not sell the property for you. You'll want to read through the agreement and look for any of these types of things. It's kind of unusual to have that, but some I have seen it. Now, this is common in certain areas for commercial listings, especially. One thing I want to mention here is procuring cause. Now, if a broker agent is responsible for beginning a chain of events that leads to a sale, they may be due a commission even after a listing has expired. Read the agreement carefully to understand these types of scenarios. Getting out of a listing agreement. This is very difficult to do. Generally, the best way to get out is to get the broker agent to agree to cancel because they understand they are not meeting your expectations. Now, first of all, just backing up a step, you don't want to just get out of a listing agreement if they haven't sold your property in two months. Obviously, you want them to sell it as quickly as possible, but sometimes it just takes a little bit of time to find that right buyer. So I would, before trying to get out of a listing agreement, I would have some real signs and indications that they're not doing their job. They don't return your calls. They're not, you know, you're getting some feedback from buyers that have tried to contact you directly that they can't get a hold of the listing agent. Things like that um, may warrant some concern for sure. Now, if you want to cancel the uh, unilaterally, you may still owe them a commission unless you can challenge it in some other manner. And also be careful who you work with because a listing agreement is legally binding. You know, obviously, if they're not meeting your expectations and you are upfront, you discuss that with the listing broker, then there's a good chance they may just cancel and move on. They may, you know, may have some life issues going on or something like that where they're just not getting their job done right. So, but if they don't want to cancel, uh, it's a tough process to get it canceled.